from Tulsa, Oklahoma, the high riding cowgirl of glow, Tulsa. Yeah, hey, I'm Tulsa, and I'm here to say how to things in a Western way. I may be sweet and I might look frilly, but I'm telling you now, I'm one tough Billy. Woo! <laughs> Hey fans and welcome to the Mike Rand Show and today's special guest is from GLOW, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, Tulsa. Hey Tulsa, how are you? Hey Mike, hey all you GLOW fans out there. I'm glad you're tuning in to us. We're so happy to have you here today Tulsa and we're going to have lots of fun today. And what we want to do to start off the interview is we want to ask you, how did you get started in GLOW? Well... I'd never heard of GLOW. And I was uh, channel surfing one day and uh, I saw GLOW on there. I went, what on earth is this? And I just laughed and I said, I can do this. So I put together that day, I put together a headshot and a resume and I wanted to be the uh, Texas Wildcat. And so I did a wrap. I'm, Hey, I'm Jody, and I'm here to say I'm a Texas Wildcat, and I'm ruin your day or something. I can't remember. And I wrote that, and I had gotten the address for Glow at the end of the show, and I went down to the post office that day and sent it. And two days later, I got a, a phone call from Matt and saying, how soon can you get here? <laughs> I said, I'm on my way. So... <laughs> So that's how, and uh, Johnny C. and uh, Steve Blantz met me at the airport, and Steve asked me a question. He says, this is to, uh, I ask all the girls a question to see if they're smart or not. I went, oh dear. <laughs> What's the question? He said, spell tenoid, and I went, hmm, and he defined it, and I said, P-T-E-N-O-I-D. He goes, no, but you're the closest one. It's C-T. And I went, oh, yeah, I knew that. And so uh, we just started talking the whole time uh, back from the airport. And uh, it, was, it was just like, that's how it started off for me. So, And, and where were you living at the time? Houston. Oh, then I was in Dallas. I was in Dallas. I just started doing stunts in Dallas. And uh, I thought, okay, I could stay here and keep doing stunts. I'd just gotten started. And then I thought, there was a check for $10,000 to the winner of a match. And I went, okay, that's where I want to go. So, <laughs> so, you, so you were doing. So I headed up the there. Yeah, so you were doing stunt work in Dallas at the time then. I was just getting started. Okay, mm -hmm. so just starting. So you didn't have a lot of experience at that time yet, correct? No, but I did have a history of um, uh, gymnastics, rodeo, including bareback riding and bull riding and all-girl rodeos. And 
course, barrel racing and cap roping. So um, I had a, a good background for stunts. So, and for wrestling, I, and I was a ballet dancer. So I belly danced my way through college <laughs> to pay for the rodeo. And uh, I just had the, a good background for both. Okay, so when you got there, uh, what was that audition process like? What was it like getting cast as Tulsa? How did that character come to come about? Well, um, I didn't have an audition process. I was the only one that came. Uh, the second round of girls had just gotten there and been trained. And I, you know, I was just there kind of by myself. And, uh, uh, Dallas had just left, so they needed kind of kind of needed a cowgirl, and so when I told Matt I was a cowgirl, but he wouldn't let me be a Texas cowgirl, and I started crying. He said, "You're Tulsa." And I went, "Tulsa?" I said, "I can't be Tulsa. Tulsa's Oklahoma." He said, "Oh, nobody knows where Tulsa is." I said, "It's north of the Red River, <laughs> Texas," and he goes, "Ah, you're Tulsa." So. Um, and I got training by Nanushka, and it was just a one-on-one -on -one kind of thing. And after, oh, maybe a, couple, a week or so, uh, the girls went on tour, and I got sent home uh, until they got back. And I had to wait until they got back, and then they brought me back. And um, it, was, it was kind of a culture shock. We used, LA girls and here I'm this Texas cowgirl and I came up in boots and jeans and they were just wonderful. Everybody was so wonderful. I roomed with Babe and Cheyenne Cher and they were awesome. And I was just the odd man out from the most, most of the part, you know, until I got the Marianne who was the most fantastic costumer. Um, at first Matt wanted me to be a prairie woman and she made this gingham calico long skirt and a little prairie hat. And I said, I can't work in this. I said, this is ugly. I said, this is ugly. Everybody's got pretty sparkly costumes. And, you know, this is something bag ladies wear. Uh, no offense to bag ladies because, you know, I've seen some pretty interesting outfits. But uh, I said, what can we do? I said, can I be a, like a saloon girl or something with, you know, the fringe and the little apron thing in the front? She goes, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I said, do we have to ask Matt? And she goes, oh, no, I'm not going to ask Matt. And she built the most darling costume for me, exactly what I wanted. I said, I don't want the up the wazoo like some of the girls do and I don't want split down the hair because you know mama would be mad <laughs> so uh, she made the costume and it was absolutely perfect so and then what you did when you were on the show you were part of the country girls you teamed with Babe yeah. Farmer's daughter you guys yep. had a lot yep. of great matches together that were a lot of fun is there any per particular matches that you can think of whether it was with Babe or on your own that you really enjoyed doing? Oh, I loved them all. Um, I wasn't uh, Babe's tag team partner at first until Sally quit. 
And after Sally was gone, that's when we became the country girls. And we had more fun. We came up with some of the neatest theme matches. And uh, she's a tough little girl, let me tell you. She's little bitty anything, but uh, she can do some good stuff. And uh, I can't think of anything in particular that, uh, I guess anything to do with Beastie. I think we we were both against her one time and uh, hopefully we won that match. I can't remember, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you had some great matches against Beastie. And oh, then also I was gonna say Big Bad Mama. Oh great yeah. And, th and then if you could talk about, you did win one pretty big match that was in GLOW. Do you know what one I'm referring to? In a battle royal, the battle royal, yeah. yeah. When when you you and Babe uh, push Big Bad Mama out, yes. I had to get help from Babe because Mama wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> so so fans want to know: did, did you split that check with Babe, or did you keep the ten thousand dollars? Oh your no, we split it absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and she's such a good girl. She sends her money home to the farm to help her daddy and, you know, the farmers. Yeah, and we did get to meet a little bit of her family, you, you know, in those Life in the Glow House sketches, Uncle uh -huh. Deke, everything like that too. Can you talk a little bit about filming those Life in the Glow House and those country girl sketches? Those were so much fun. There was one where I went to jail because my great, great, great uncle uh, in the 1800s, it was 18, 89, I think, uh, robbed a bank. And the FBI came and got me and took me to jail because they had the date wrong, thinking it was 1989 instead of 1889. So Babe had to go and, and uh, find the scrapbook of my family. I think she found it. And that's when we discovered the the mistake so but there was a creepy creepy person in jail that you know kept saying you have such a nice neck and you know it's really creepy and then when she saw babe she goes you really have a nice neck and babe goes uh thank you you know but uh that was a fun one and uh gosh we did quite a few of those, but. Um, yeah, and, and you know, you had lots of fun bringing that lasso into the ring. You oh know, yeah. With, with your rope playing with that. And then another great maneuver too, um, that's a classic that's in the beginning of the opening credits is when Hollywood did that flying head scissors on you. Can you talk oh, yeah. a little bit about that? She is the only one who does that. I tell you what, and. I'm the only one that can take it. So uh, we, uh, she did that to me a lot. She almost broke my neck one time in Vegas. And, uh, but uh, I'm so good at landing. I know how to land. So uh, yeah, that Vegas, the pay-per-view from Vegas, she cheated, she cheated and she cheated. And then lightning turned on me and, and she became a bad girl and, she was party animal and she brought chains for Hollywood to choke me with. And, and then I had the, uh, the, her flying head scissor that jammed my head. So 
you know, they had to come out and get me, our paramedics. And they are real paramedics, you know. They're not just uh, actors. They're, they're real bona fide paramedics. So they've kept, they kept all the girls together, patched together. Yeah. And, and, and you uh, do those little commentaries too uh, during the matches. Uh huh. So you were really good at them. So let's just say if, if you had to wrestle Hollywood right now, or, or let's say it's, you know, back in the day and you had to do a commentary for Hollywood, how, how would you go about doing that? Oh, Hollywood, you nasty girl. <laughs> You've got, uh, you can, you need to, what was I, I used to, you're such a hussy. And I call Godiva a hussy too. Of course, Godiva loved it. She says, yes, I am. And uh, Hollywood would say that I'm, uh, oh, she would wear those uh, Cindy Lauper little outfits. And I said, it looks like you're wearing a lampshade and you know, you ought to put it on your head. And, and she would say, I'm in my orthopedic, orthopedic wrestling boots. And because I had these little um, boots that were white and uh, she called those the orthopedic but they weren't they were cute but uh oh she was something else she had so many people on her side you know they cheer for her and boo me and i'm the good girl you know and what's really funny about that i don't know if you've ever heard this story from steve blance but he did tell me did he tell you what his plans would have been for you in season five no oh you're, you're gonna learn something today so when yes. i was talking to steve he said, actually, if there were a season five, Tulsa would have joined Big Bad Mama's stable and become heel, and Hollywood would have joined the Sweethearts and been a good girl, was his plans if the show had continued on longer. That wouldn't work. I can't be a heel. I can't be mean if I'm going to try. <laughs> and I don't think Hollywood could be a, a baby face either. She's she's too naughty yeah she's a naughty girl but she doesn't do drugs so i'm proud of her for that you know yep those fa those famous psas that she yes. did great yes and they they were they were very effective so. now i heard too that there was a famous move that you did a move that you invented that unfortunately didn't get to go on the air when you were wrestling dementia can you tell us a little bit about that yes i i wanted my signature move and I thought and thought and thought and thought, well, what, what can I come up with? And I tried it with uh, dementia. I mean, she is strong as an ox. You know, she's just solid. She's not big girl, but she's just solid muscle. And uh, I did it to her and it worked out perfectly. And she's the only one I was able to do it to. And we did it on a, um, a tour out of town that didn't get videoed. So, um, but we, we were awesome. We had an awesome, awesome match. Cause you know, anything goes when she and I, and she doesn't cheat like Hollywood does. So, or Godiva, but, uh, but I've had some really good matches with uh, MTV uh, with my rope, you know, that's a real calf rope. I used to rope calves with that. And normally I don't try to rope people because, you know, it, it's, it's meant for, uh, calves. And, uh, 
I'll do it on Beastie because I consider her livestock. And uh, I, I'll rope, I've roped uh, MTV's guitar, Elvis. That really riles her up <laughs> for me to do that. She hates that. But uh, that's, that's worked a couple of times. But uh, a lot of times they'll use it against me. They'll get it away from me and wrap it around my neck and tie me up with it. And so, you know, when we went to, uh, we went, I can't, oh, there's a hummingbird. Uh, <laughs> I can see out the window a hummingbird. How wonderful. That's a good sign. Anyway, uh, we went somewhere and I had my lasso in, in my um, suitcase and uh, they wouldn't let me take it. They said, or I had it on my carry-on. They wouldn't let me take it because they considered it a weapon. Well, I know it's not a weapon. You know? I said, I wrote livestock with this and so they let me put it in my uh suitcase and carry it that way but uh yeah i roped beastie one time and i was trying to pull her and she just laughed at me and she got the rope and she just started reeling me in and i was just sliding on the floor and she got me <laughs> oh this is so much fun <laughs> let's do season five but let me stay a baby okay and then, too, in that pay-per-view, you had a horse. Finally, yeah. So how did that come to play? And, and, and what were Godiva's thoughts when, when she saw well, that you got a horse? She was in the family way. She was going to have a baby. So she couldn't ride in. She couldn't participate. So I, I, t I said, it's my turn. I'm the cowgirl. I want a horse. And we were in Vegas, and of course, there's a horse a show. I don't know. I don't think it was at the Riviera, but um, somebody found me a horse, a beautiful Appaloosa named uh, Chief Bearpaw. Oh, he was gorgeous, so well-trained. And so I got to ride him, and uh, in the ring, Johnny C. asked me about him, and I said, oh, that is Chief Bearpaw. He's smarter than Hollywood. He's, uh, what was it? Smarter, prettier than Hollywood, and he smells better than Hollywood too. So <laughs> she wasn't real happy with that. But she got to ride in on a Harley. They were gonna put her on a crotch rocket and she says, no way, uh-uh, no, 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 no. So uh, she had to find her own Harley. And so she went to the local radio station and called in and I mean, called out to, uh guys with harley she goes this is hollywood from glow we're at the riviera tonight and i need a harley to ride in on so of course she got several offers and so she got to ride in on her harley and i got my horse finally my one time i got to ride in on a horse so and then it. too a couple um you know times during glow Towards the end, too, you also participated in playing a different character, and so did some of the other ladies, Sarah and Mabel. Was there any particular girl that were behind Sarah and Mabel? Because I know a lot of fans always ask, which one, who played Sarah and who played Mabel? Because it looks like a couple different girls did it at different points. There are several different girls, but you could always tell me because of my accent. I said, what accent? But, you know, everybody says, yeah, you, you talk like a Texan. So, uh, uh, I 
think, I don't know if I was Sarah or Mabel, but I think Demi was my partner and maybe uh, Vicky Victory. That was several. And uh, that was fun. That was so much fun because you can go like anything. <laughs> and we played off of each other. So that was really great. And then, too, you made some several appearances on talk shows, game shows over the years, too. I remember Card Sharks, Donahue. <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about those appearances? Oh, Card Sharks was so much fun. And, um, you know, they would ask some questions and uh, whatever girl had an answer for it, you know, just just to please the crowd or something before they started the game. They said, have you ever whistled at a man? And I said, yes, I did. And it, as a matter of fact, it was you, Bob. It was Bob Eubanks. And I was performing at a uh, stunt show at the uh, Ben Johnson Celebrity Roping in Fort Worth. And uh, uh, he was there with his sons. They were uh, steer roping. And uh, I, he said, really? I said, yeah. And you caught your cattle too. And he goes, well, thank goodness for that. So that was fun. He was really nice. And oh, we had a blast on those. And we uh, did Phil Donahue's show. And um, God, that was great. He was such a good sport. And I got picked to coach him. So the first one was, I said, let's just, start with something simple and I said well you kind of look like you're in good shape and I went yeah well you know he kind of and uh, I said let's just do a you're a big guy so let's just do a bear hug and they come over here honey and, and and just show him you know so they did a bear hug and uh then there was one other one and uh I can't remember what he said we need a volunteer from the audience. And so this guy comes up and I look at him and I said, I guess, um, so you ready for this? And the guy goes, yeah, I think I'm ready. And I said, so you're not planning to have children anytime soon, are you? He goes, no, <laughs> good, come here. And then big bad mama shows up and he goes, whoa, you know, like that. So he was a good sport too. And uh, the girls were great. They're, they were great. And I was, there was one teenager or in the audience. She was like going to college. She goes, well, I'm a college student. I said, and she was kind of dissing us. And I said, I, I couldn't stand it. I stood up and said, well, I'm not just a college student. I'm a college graduate. I have a Bachelor of Science degree in entomology. I wish I would have asked her if she knew what that was and I'd give her $10 if she did, but I didn't think of that at the time. And I said, and babe, the farmer's daughter, she's taking correspondence classes in um, animal husbandry to help her daddy on the farm. And Tiffany, and I just went, and Tiffany goes, she was a graduate of a design school in LA. I think it was LA. And then, uh, who was the next one? Cheyenne Cher. She was a graduate of USLA, uh, UCLA. And uh, 
And then the last one was Mount Fiji. And I said, if you want a real hero of the best role model you could ever find, Mountain Fiji not only has her degree from whatever, and then I said, and she was also, and I went like this, and, and Fiji said, I was a representative of the United States for the 1980 Olympics that, I think it was 80 Olympics, that uh, uh, Jimmy Carter canceled. And uh, I said, so there, you know. You, you need to go get your college degree, give it to your mama to put it on the wall like my mama did, and then you can go out and do anything you want, even be a glow girl. So, you know, I just hate it when, when uh, people think we're just idiots and duh, you know, but uh, we're from all walks of life, all sorts of girls in all shapes and sizes and colors. And uh, it's just the neatest, thing ever and i just hate that we're not on the air anymore you know i know they got the new glow but that's not us you know that's not us we never cussed on 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 our show and we never no nudity on our show but they've got some really good wrestling on their show i've, I've seen a few episodes but uh, it's not us i wish we could go back on and then did you see the documentary that took place and what are your thoughts on the documentary no, I haven't. I haven't seen the documentary. So tell me, what did I say? <laughs> oh, you, you, you never saw the one in 2012? Nope. I wasn't in it, except, I mean, I didn't get uh, interviewed. The guys were from Texas, so they were going to interview me once they got back to Texas. And they never did. I guess they just forgot about it or got overwhelmed. But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I saw a few you know clips of it and i saw i was at the glow house and a couple of other you know little snippets of me but did i say something good or bad oh no i was just wondering what your thoughts were on it but if you didn't see it then you didn't see it <laughs> that's all right <laughs> after glow what did you do did you continue doing stunt work oh yeah i came back to houston uh met with the houston stunt stuntman's association president stutter stutter sanders uh and he is awesome he's an awesome stuntman much better than the ones that i was training with in dallas and oh man that was 1991 i got my sad card the screen actor skills and uh i've just had a great stunt career i've done more than a lot of uh, uh, LA girls, stunt women have done because I've worked with some on Walker, Texas Ranger from LA and uh, also on uh, Transformers, I worked with some and I was showing them pictures of my body burns and uh, high falls and, and they're like, oh, because they don't get to do that. It's like, not totally, but some girls are always called for uh, a car or motorcycle or burns or falls, you know, different specialties. And that's, I mean, I'm it here in Houston. And I was it in Texas for a while. And uh, then uh, 
we, we trained girls in, uh, well, we trained their husbands and boyfriends in Austin. And so they took over all of our, what we, what we were going to be doing. So they, they have their own stunt teams. And uh, Dallas has always had stunt people. So, of course, Dallas always had like uh, Dallas, the show Dallas and, and Walker, Texas Ranger, which was wonderful. I can't believe Did you uh, meet Nia Peoples? Was she on the show at the time? Who? N Nia Peoples. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I met her uh, last year. She's really nice. She's precious. And, yeah. And she has a really good stunt double, too, who was just getting started And uh, when I was working with them. And, uh, and the, the Norris family, they're all part of Walker, Texas Ranger. And it was like they took all the stunt people in as family. So that was really wonderful. Just love that. But I was able to, one of my first big jobs, I was uh, doubling Lonnie Anderson. And I went, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to get her up top, I had to wear two sets of falsies and tape to get her cleavage. And then, uh, she had told the stunt coordinator that she did not want a stunt double with a big butt. So I'm doing, and all you ladies know that exercise on the floor where you're in, 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 in. So I was doing that, get there, and she, she tells the wardrobe lady to get me a false fanny because my booty wasn't big enough. So I did that. And she was like, I know she's from Minnesota, I think, but she was like a southern charmer. She was as sweet as she could be. So had a great time doubling her. And we were on um, Entertainment Tonight. They interviewed us. They were there at the uh, set. And this is when uh, we did uh, a, a car stunt where I knocked the stunt guy over the cliff. And she got to do the lead up to it. And she's sprayed the gravel and she was just all tickled over that so that was that was a lot of fun and the other person that well gosh I've done I wish I had my resume here because I keep forgetting who I've doubled I doubled Kate Capshaw Mr. Spielberg's wife and she refers to him as Mr. Spielberg and I was dressed just like her and standing out there waiting to you know get my call and uh, Mr. Spielberg comes up and puts his arm around me and says, well, honey, I think they're about to do this. And I'm looking at him. I said, I think your wife is still in wardrobe. And he goes, oh my gosh. And then here comes his wife. And, and he said, look, she looks just like you. And I just died laughing. He died laughing. She died laughing. So that was a lot of fun. Oh, and here's another paper story of mine. I told you once I get started, I can't stop. Um, on that one show, that film, it was The Locust, and she was this, Kate Capshaw played this drunk lady, and a rancher, and she was beating this beautiful bull, and we had this bull, his name was Chance, and uh, Ralph Fisher is his wrangler, and uh, I had a buggy whip, and I'm supposed to beat him on the rear end and, and chase him around the pen. 
well, I'm not gonna beat an animal. So uh, I got in trouble for not beating him, but I knew where the camera was and you could not tell that I wasn't beating him because you know, you do a lot with camera angles. And so uh, we did it and it was just fine. And uh, I found out that later uh, they took chance this, I mean, he's like a 2000 pound uh, Brahma bull. He is beautiful. And he has this huge rack, you know, he's got this, these horns that are way out there. And they took him to A&M to get him cloned because of his personality. And so uh, when the calf was born and they named the bull, the new calf, second chance. And I thought that was neat. That was really neat. So that was great. I've doubled. Time for the dog's pills. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, um, gosh, uh, oh, I was in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, number four, and I doubled Renee Selweger. And my claim to fame is that uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey set me on fire. That was a lot of fun. And oh gosh. Just, I can't even remember. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots of stuff. That's awesome. I have. I've got, I mean, so many. And a lot of it's just local stuff. But a lot of times when LA comes here, uh, I get to, you know, do a big star. Uh, Temple Grandin, a double Claire Danes. Uh, Oh, uh, Children of the Corn 4, I doubled um, uh, Naomi Watts, um, I doubled on the chase, who is that girl? Swanson, Christy Swanson on the chase, um, Rosie Perez, I've just, I've really had a good career, I really have, and I'm good at it. <laughs> well, we had so much fun having you here today, Tulsa. Is there anything that you'd like to say to all the fans who are watching right now? I love you all. Y'all are all so wonderful. And I just wish we could be back on the air and uh, get to see y'all again. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody, for oh, watching. Here's my ending. Here's my ending. Okay. Uh, live by the cut of the West, fight hard, and play fair. That's from Tulsa. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll talk to you all soon. Thank you, Bye, Mike. everybody. Thank you, Bye -bye. Tulsa. Bye. Bye.